Hi, it's Andrea and Marianne, the Sister Tipsters. We're two moms, wives, and sisters juggling work, kids, and all the challenges life throws our way. We're here to encourage everyone to move their body for at least 10 minutes a day while learning tips for navigating life. Take the time to improve your health and grow your mind. Now let's get moving. Different from kids learning to swim, I think we can talk pretty frankly to the adults out there who need to learn to swim. First, I'm going to give you a little tough love here. I said need to learn to swim. I'm going to encourage, no, actually, I'm going to I'm going to plead with any adults out there who don't know how to swim or don't feel confident handling themselves in the water, take the time to learn. This could save your life and it could help you save someone else's life. I am not asking you to learn how to handle difficult water situations. I get that's more of a challenge. But I feel it is every person's responsibility to know how to get themselves back to the side of the pool if they fell on the deep end. Is that enough of my soapbox here to start, <laughs> That is a little <laughs> bit of your soapbox. I'm going to keep it going, though. I really wish I know, you know, not everybody lives near bodies of water or pools, but generally speaking across, especially the United States, we're pretty close to one. And so I really wish this was something that we just taught in gym class to ele- every elementary school, to every child out there. Um, so that by the time they became an adult, we didn't need to talk about adults learning a life-saving skill. They'd already know it. Um, at that point, then we'd just be talking about dirt, adults learning to swim better for exercise. Um, but, you know, where do you start if you don't know how to swim, right? You got to start somewhere. I'm going to throw out first thing, whether you like it or not, like a kid, try for those adult swim lessons, right? Check your local pool, your YMCA, even colleges. Um, I know both of us have taught in college for adult swimming lessons. So that's a great place to go. And even if you're uncomfortable, it's a great place to go get a group option out there. You could even get a private lesson, but you're in a setting with other adults. So maybe a little bit more comfortable place to get an adult swim lesson. But depending on your ability, this is something you could work on on yourself as well, or even grab a friend, making an event, a little outing, a social outing, right? Um, But remember to bring somebody that you trust to guide you on this journey. So I think everyone listening knows that we love swimming and teaching people to swim. And if you've heard about our background, just a little little bit, we've taught kids, but like Marianne said, we even taught adult swimming. I taught adult swimming um, classes at my college. So we're not only going to just talk about why we think this is important, but we're going to give you the how-to steps right here and right now. Um, So the first thing that I think you need to work on is learning to float. And that's definitely a challenge as an adult, but I need you to allow your body to feel buoyancy in the water. Um, And this can really be the biggest leap of faith, but make it easy. Start with a noodle, maybe multiple noodles. You can hold on to the side of the pool and just let your feet like float up slowly. Um, And this can be done in the low end of the pool where you can touch. So know like clearly in your head because this is definitely some of the challenges in adult it's it's just as much a mental thing as a physical but know in your head you're in the low end you could try this slowly and carefully and at any moment you just stand up you just put your feet down on that ground and you stand up I know it, it is hard for adults right we it is a lot of mental at that point but um like we said you know start start with floating and remind yourself that you're in the low end but after that, I'd probably move on to treading water. So if you don't know what treading water is, got to get a little bit deeper, just slightly deeper. You don't have to go all the way to the deep end, um, but just a little bit deeper. And it's that concept of moving your arms and your legs to keep your head above water. So you're kind of still vertical in the water, but you're keeping your head out of the water. And this is an important skill for safety. I think, obviously, 
um, it is, but if you don't get it, it's it's just that idea of saving yourself, keeping yourself up so that you can keep breathing while uh, moving in the water. And again, you can start by doing this with a noodle. <laughs> I'm thinking we should sell some noodles. We've mentioned it here already a few times. I feel like this is not the end. I think maybe we're going to make some Sister Tipsters monogrammed pool noodles. <laughs> <laughs> we do we do love to label things, right? Um, but we'll let you know when those are available on the who, website. Who doesn't for love now. gear? <laughs> I know, right? We like to label it all, but for now we're going to get back to treading water. And like we said before, remember the low end is your friend, right? You're an adult. You get that, that you're close. Your feet can touch the bottom. Go in the low end, get yourself used to it. And then, like I said, you just need to be deep enough that your feet aren't perfectly touching as you're swimming. But the basics, so like we said, we're going to guide you a little bit more in this um, episode. And so we're gonna tell you how to tread. So I said moving your arms and legs to keep that head out of the water. You're basically just moving your hands and your arms like you're wiping across the table, back and forth. And they can be in sync, like both going left, both going right, or as I do it, which I think is a better and easier, takes a little bit less energy as you're treading, is you pull your hands together with your palms facing each other and then push back out to the sides with your palms facing slightly away from you. Um, And you can kind of do it almost in like two little figure eights um, and so kind of round them at the ends, make it a whole fluid motion, like we said, wiping rack and forth across with those hands. But now your feet, what are your feet doing that whole time? Don't keep them straight. They're just going to pull you underwater. <laughs> you do kind of an egg beater who around here cooks, right? Two circles, opposite directions, one going clockwise, the other one going counterclockwise, kind of, um, as they go in front of your body, they're then coming Um, together in the middle of your body as they head back. Um, So just like an egg beater or a hand mixer, kind of swinging those legs around, wiping back and forth on a table with your hands. And now you're treading water, keeping your head out of that water. Um, But now we need to talk about putting your head in the water. Sorry, I got to say it. That's the next move. You got the head out. You got to get the head in, right? It's, It's true. It's time to go underneath and get comfortable being under there. So Again, just like how we started, put yourself in a comfortable situation. You can go under the water and hold on to the side at first. Be in the low end, have your feet on the ground, hold on to the side of the pool. You know you're secure and close your mouth and go under the water. You can um, just make sure that you're doing it, whether you're comfortable with the wall. Maybe this is another one where if you've brought someone with you, you have a friend right there, you can hold on to them or have them right next to you. Eyes open or closed, that's a personal preference, um, depending on, you know, I, I've got contacts in, my eyes are closed, um, I'm in a chlorinated pool, and I don't have goggles on, my eyes are probably closed, maybe in a saltwater pool I might have them open. I would close your mouth, it's up to you whether you want to hold your breath, the other alternative is to close your mouth and blow air out of your nose. Um, it's worth practicing both, I'll give you one little tip, um, it's a good skill to learn to blow the air out your nose, because that actually keeps water from going up your nose, so, but this is something that you need to think about doing every time you get in the water. Go right under and just remind yourself that you're comfortable being under the water. And really, that that really takes control of any kind of fear that you have. Um, I think that's one of the one of the challenges there. So get yourself under the water, make yourself be comfortable. Absolutely. And I'm going to put a little plug in here. Don't be embarrassed. Don't worry about like gearing yourself up. <laughs> when we talk about riding a bike, put a helmet on, right? You're going in a pool. You want to keep your eyes open underwater and you wear contacts. Grab a pair of goggles. You can't, you know, you try it once and you're getting water up your nose, put a nose plug on. Whatever you got to do to get over those first humps and then work towards, you know, I always say if you can work towards not having a nose plug, that's better. But 
Um, but if you've got to put it on, put on those goggles. Um, I like to swim with my eyes open and so, and I don't wear contacts, but I often go to goggles. Like even unless I'm just, you know, playing around in a pool, if I'm doing any sort of swimming, um, I usually have goggles on. So, you know, don't hesitate to, to suit up <laughs> figuratively and literally, um, and get in there. But if we're going to that, we talked about keeping those contacts safe. So let's go to our next safety plug, which is save yourself then you save others. It's important in the pool. Is this just like on the airplane, put your own oxygen mask on first? <laughs> it, it is just like the airplane, man. That thing comes up all, all over the place, right outside of an airplane. But in the pool, you need to save yourself first so that you can get to the side and help others if they need to. Um, you know, you can grab them a flotation device and be able to throw it to them, pull them to the side. Um, but it's important to get yourself there first you'll have better access to what you can use or what you need to save somebody else. And safety really means you being able to keep your head above the water, like we said, and comfortable putting your head under if you need to and getting yourself back to the side of the pool. It doesn't have to be pretty, but you just have to be able to get there and do those things. Yeah, I think the safety plug is important. And from there, you can move on to focus on the efficiency of swimming stroke, which has two main parts. Um, we're talking about the legs and the arms. And so we'll start here with talking about kicks. There's your basic flutter kick. This is what you're using with freestyle and backstroke. These are alternating legs. You might be creating a little bit of splashing, but just up and down, real loose, floppy feet and ankles. Um, that's a, a very basic kick that you should master. From there, I think you work on the breaststroke kick. And so the basic way to describe the breaststroke kick is you start with your legs together. Some people might even call it, um, we, we call it sometimes the froggy kick, but with your legs together straight, then you're gonna bend both knees up, open your legs and bring them back together. And this is definitely a more difficult thing to explain than just the basic flutter kick. I <laughs> know, let's be honest. This is probably the point where we should point you to a YouTube video to better explain it because it's, it's so much easier to see the strokes than it is to explain them, especially breaststroke. But where I'm going to say here, forget YouTube. We're swimmers. Our kids are swimmers. I'm going to say, I'm going to hold us to it on this one. I'm going to point you to our Instagram page, sister underscore tipsters. Check it out. We'll post a video of one of us or one of our kids or somebody in the family that's swimming breaststroke to give you an idea of what we're talking about. And that will make so much more sense if you go back and listen to how we described it. Yeah, definitely the video should help. So once you've watched that video, you can do this with a kickboard, um, even on the side of the pool, or maybe those monogrammed swim noodles that we're going to be selling soon. Wait, did you say kickboards? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're selling monogram noodles and monogram kickboards at some point here. We're going to have a whole a whole slew of swim gear for sister I know, <laughs> I know. I might not hold us to that one yet, but keep an eye on that website. We'll get them up there. But moving on with the strokes. The next one I'm going to say is we've got that, that kick going, right? We said that we got to get the whole body moving so that we stay moving along in the water and nothing's dragging us down. So I would go on to freestyle or like a front crawl. Um, you know, you picture like a little kid doing their doggy paddle. Now you got to get those arms out, big, full reach, alternating arms laying on your belly. That's going to get you freestyle. All right. And from there, I think you can add the breaststroke arms to that breaststroke kick. So with breaststroke arms, your arms are under the water versus the freestyle where you're getting them out of the water. The breaststroke arms are under the water, moving at the same time, mirror images. You're going to start together out in front, separate those arms out to the side, pull the water and back 
together in front of you. And like we said before, this is probably a little bit better seen in a video. So definitely check us out on Instagram and take a look at those videos. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so now you've kind of you got an idea of freestyle and breaststroke. So the next one I'd say is backstroke. So freestyle was those big kind of windmill alternating arms um, while you're laying on your belly. Well, backstroke is similar idea, but on your back alternating arms like a windmill that same flutter kick and you're floating on your back. Um, but I'm going to throw in another one here elementary backstroke, which is kind of a combo, not a legitimate stroke in a swim meet. So you're not going to find any, any, uh, you know, kids swim meets out there where they're <laughs> doing elementary backstroke, but it's a great one for getting across the pool for saving yourself, um, for an adult. And so it's elementary backstroke. It is basically breaststroke on your back. All right. Let me help you out here. Chicken, airplane, soldier, chicken, Airplane soldier. <laughs> yes. yes, it's basically right. But make like a chicken. Get those get those hands in your armpits. Airplane, get those arms straight out to the side like a T and then soldier down at your side. That's it. Chicken, airplane, soldier. I remember repeating it to myself doing it while I would swim. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So you get the basics of the different strokes. And then I think you've got to move towards some efficiency of the stroke. So we want you to be able to get from point A to point B with some consistent, moderate ease. That takes some practice. Um, so, you know, go through the different things, look at the videos, but that's something that, you know, you put in a little bit of time and you can start to get that basic efficiency. And at this point you're listening and you think, hey, I've got those basics covered. Then I want you to focus on the next part because even if you aren't a lifelong lover swimming like us, it can still be something that you add to your life as exercise. Swimming is a great form of exercise. It's terrific as you age, easy on your joints, helpful if you have arthritis. Yeah, and once you're comfortable or at a minimum just like safe in the pool, right? It <laughs> opens up the opportunity for so much more. I'm calling out you, aqua aerobics, <laughs> some water walking, <laughs> swimming laps, get to the point of swimming laps. Like we said, it doesn't have to be pretty. You can go at your own pace. Maybe you even, um, you know, get those lessons going and you take on a triathlon or join a master swimming team. There are swim teams for adults. Right. Maybe, and maybe these are too lofty of goals for everybody out there, but then I appeal to you to be safe, to be able to keep your kids safe, be able to engage in other activities that keep you near or in the water that you might enjoy. Boating, kayaking, if you haven't tried some stand-up paddle boarding, that's fun. Maybe even hiking, things that might bring you towards the water. But maybe your head's swimming now. <laughs> oh, no. a bad joke? <laughs> a bad joke? But, you went there. Um, you went there. It's all right. Sorry. Sorry. This can be a lot to think about. I, I totally understand that. It could be a lot to think about. But we hope that one thing you come away with today is that swimming is a basic skill that everybody needs to have. Yes, everybody, right? Um, but thank you for joining us on this episode of the Sister Tipsters podcast with your hosts, Andrea and Marianne. If you enjoyed this episode, we're saying it again. Share it with two friends. Pass it around. Send that link. Drop us a rating, even post about it on social media. You can find us, like we said before, on Instagram. Check for those videos at sister underscore tipsters. And most of all, don't forget to come back and join us again next week for another episode of the Sister Tipsters. <laughs>